night, y'all. I had to come back and re-upload this episode from Mars to Miami because unfortunately I had multiple technical issues. I'm not quite sure what happened. Maybe the aliens didn't want me to talk about it. Who knows? But I wanted to drop this forward to say thank you for all of your patience. Thank you for everyone who was like, hey, what's going on? Thank you for the downloads nonetheless. But please, 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 the original From Mars to Miami episode, please disregard and instead enjoy this From Mars to Miami re-upload. And that should be the title of this episode. And you should be able to enjoy this without any technical difficulties. Thank you for your time and thank you for tuning in. As always, from my lips to your ears, I love you. Peace. Welcome back to <laughs> She Could Talk, the podcast. And as you know, it's 2024 and we are out of this world. Welcome back. But um, no, let's bring it back. Let's bring back the effects because <laughs> the year started out crazy. Okay. Last episode, I talked about Cat Williams. This episode, it will be about Miami and um, what happened there around the first of the year, allegedly, as well as um, other coincidental type stories that have been taking place all over the place, okay? So with that being said, let's get it started. Apparently, they, I think it's called the Bayside Mall, and I would like to get my facts together. So let me double check that real quick, because you know how I do, I like to make sure I'm on point. So yes, I was correct. It is the Bayside Mall in Miami, which seems to be a pretty decent mall. You know, a lot of areas, it's a lot of high-end malls versus um, just the regular malls we used to walk around as in kids, you know, with JCPenney's, et cetera. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a regular day in Miami, the first of the year, so holiday. A lot of tourists, it is Miami, and they were in the mall. And lo and behold, aliens appeared in the mall, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I have um the sound effect for you guys tonight. I will, I promise you guys I would not terrorize you all night with it. But I thought it was kind of cute. So, hey. But, um, yeah, I don't really know how to start this, right? Should I start with my opinions? Start with, you know, the facts. So this is what we will start with. We'll start with what has been circulating on the internet, right? So as of today's date, you know, it really broke loose like the first of January, like around the first couple of days into the year. You started seeing um TikTok videos. You can go on TikTok, fall down the rabbit hole about it. Um YouTube, fall down the YouTube rabbit hole about it, but like virtually any platform you can go on and there's people talking about it. You hear people saying that they were in the mall and they're giving you their firsthand perspective. Some people are saying like, hey, this is footage from the mall. So they're, you know, uploading their footage and saying like, you can see the shadowy figures. Um, Some people, one of the most highly or most viral 
video is from a top view from someone's apartment looking down at the mall. The first thing that you that stands out in that picture is just the amount of police presence that they said was there for children, teenagers fighting in the mall and letting off fireworks. Okay. I have seen videos of holiday time in Miami with children, you know, I call them children, but you know, the young people, the young adults, wilding, running up and down, shooting into crowds. And these are videos. And I have not seen that much police presence my opinion. So I feel in my opinion that there was something a little bit more. Okay. So there were a couple of people that claimed to be inside the mall. There was a lady that she said she was there with her grandchildren come to find out she was just, you know, joking or, you know, being funny and giving her opinion on the scenario saying that it's not real. Then um, you had another guy who said he was there with his brother, his sister, and his nephew. And he was saying how his nephew's autistic. And, um, you know, his story, if you watch him on TikTok and watch his body language and his facial expressions, I'm not going to say it was aliens. I'm not going to say that. But he saw something, in my opinion. In my opinion. Now, um, there was a couple of other people. There was one guy who initially, you know, he went viral first. He looked like he was in a hotel room and he was like, yes, I'm down here. We're trying to get out of here. Boom, boom, boom. Like literally the next video, he's not in Miami and he's debunking his own video saying like, Hey, I was just joking around and it's us a lie. And, um, people said, I don't know, because he seemed very convincing in his initial video to turn around and debunked his own statements. So the jury's still out as far as I'm concerned, as far as like, if he was really there or if he was just doing it for clout. Like I said, it was a girl that did it. So he retracted his statements. There was another guy who said that he was in there and he was given convincing. He, he seemed believable as well. Like he, whatever happened, he was there and he experienced it because he said something similar to the guy who had the autistic nephew. He said, um, when they were leaving out, they were like kind of getting them together, trying to have them check their phones or the police was trying to see if like anyone recorded anything. And it was kind of like trying to like check people's phones on the way out. The guy from the first video who retracted his initial statement said that as well. He said that as they were coming out, the police was kind of like stopping people and like checking them. And he said him and his girlfriend said, he was like, yo, come on. And he grabbed his girl and went around them because there were so many people that sounds believable, especially when you see mayhem. And I've been in situations, not aliens, thank God, but maybe yet, I don't know. But, um, I have been in situations where like, maybe you're at a party, you're in the club, you're in a place with a lot of people, right? It's crowds. And then people start running, you're going to start running. And then nine times out of 10, you don't want to get trampled by the crowd. So if you know that there's someone with you, you're going to want to grab them, move out the way, like, yo, let's go over here and kind of, you know, look for safety. So his story kind of mimicked a little bit of realism. Like it could be true what he was saying. Um, then they had some very sketchy video and a lot of people was like, in this day and age, why wouldn't we have video? All these 4k cameras, 6k cameras, 8k. Why wouldn't we have video, sufficient video, clear video of, of what happened. 
So two things I got to say about that. There was a, it was a documentary I saw years ago and I'm going to go down this rabbit hole, but stick with me. You know how I do. She can talk. There was a documentary about a guy who created a burglar alarm system for homeowners, for homes. And a lot of people were just not interested in it. It was a point in time where life was safe. You can leave your door open. You can leave money in the car. You can leave your keys in the ignition in the car, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, hop in your car, go about your business this time in life. Right? So he wanted to, you know, market and sell a burglary alarm system. People were like, these are the safest neighborhoods. We Nothing happens. Like, why would I get that? That's like me begging for trouble to get a burglar alarm system. So he realized he had to do something extra to, you know, have his burglar alarm systems fly off the shelf, but also prove how solid and efficient they were, right? So he built the burglar alarm systems Um, he was trying to sell them. He couldn't do so. What did he do? Created the need for it. Right. So the need that he created was started to burglarize people's homes. Him, his friends and his colleagues were burglarizing people's homes. And though those same people was turning around like, you know what? I need a burglar alarm system and buying it. But then the other kicker was he can get around his own burglar alarm system because he made it. Ah, so follow me now just to kind of stick with the story. If they say allegedly that a lot of technology derived from aliens that, you know, populated earth years and years prior to our, uh, our civilization or whatever, if they were the ones who inspired a lot of our technology, right? Because they were saying microwaves, um, cell phones, a lot of things just appeared out of nowhere. And, you know, we give these people credit for creating it, but it really just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Then you have some other sides of the fence where they're like, if you look back in time, you'd see people that look like they were talking on cell phones. It looked like people that were using modern day technology in hieroglyphics, in black and white movies. What is this? So... All that to say is, if they had a hand in helping us create our technology, just like the guy that created that burglar alarm system, wouldn't you also create a way to maneuver around it? I'm going to make sure I am immune to whatever it is that I've given you access to. You know why? Because then maybe you can't turn around and use it on me. I don't know. So that was something I don't really like to have those debates with people because, you know, some people are really passionate about, you know, religion. And, you know, and I respect that. I come from a religious family. Some people are passionate about science. And I respect that because science is very interesting to me growing up. You know, some people are passionate about, um, you know, their technology and the development that 
that, you know, mankind has been able to do on their own. So, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to convince all of these types of societies that maybe is none of the above. Maybe it's something else, you know, maybe it's a little bit of everything and, and, and it's kind of, we're divided, but if we was to kind of compare notes, maybe we would see that it's all maybe possibly one thing, right? Right. You know, I mean, there's some things in the Bible that make me feel like they might be talking about someone else. And just the fact that they say heaven is above, hell is below. You look up to the Lord. Like what they said when Jesus resurrected on the third day, he ascended into heaven. Okay. Floating up into space. Hmm. So these things, another thing that I thought was interesting about our visitors is, well, not our visitors, Miami's visitors, I should say. The thing that was interesting to me about it was there was a similar incident in Las Vegas in 2023, among a plethora of other incidents that you could find on TikTok and YouTube, etc. But these two stuck out to me because it was a family. Um, the footage was caught on police body camera. Like there was a police officer that was responding to a call. So he's out in the yard with the person who called him and he's, you know, doing whatever he has his body cam on both of them. The guy he's there to, you know, work out whatever issues, the guy who made a call and the police see this thing shoot across the sky like a UFO and crash. Everyone heard a crash, loud crash. Then it started becoming an influx of calls to the police station. Like it was a crash. It was a UFO, something like that. But then one call stood out. A family said, these are 10 feet aliens in our backyard. You got to come out here. And of course, when the police arrived, there were no aliens, right? But the, so two things about that. The people in the mall in Miami, which to me, I can see Las Vegas. It was kind of like a deserted, you know, desert type of vibe, you know, and it is like a desert area. So you always hear a lot of sightings, always hearing a lot of abductions in those types of areas versus a Miami downtown mall. And it wasn't no abduction, but just an alien encounter. So you would be more... You know, you just, just, the way those stories are always set up is always seeming like it would be in the desert somewhere or in the woods somewhere, right? Or you want a road, you know, a two-lane road with woods on both sides and then a UFO just swoop you up. Those are the type of stories that you would normally hear. Not at the mall, not in the people's backyard in Vegas, right? Nonetheless, the thing that stood out to me about both of those stories, they both described 10 feet tall aliens, they, um, the son from the house in Las Vegas said that he saw them in the yard, but it was like a blurriness around them. Like they were kind of glitching or blurring in and out. And he said he pulled out his camera and started filming when people say, yeah, you know, well, we want to see the footage. And he said, yeah, I got the footage. There was no footage. 
no footage or blurry footage or distorted footage, but nothing that we could use, put it like that. Similar to the mall. A lot of people said they had footage. A lot of people say they have footage, but the footage just doesn't, is not clear to tell a good story or to paint a good picture. So, you know, the jury is out. But I thought it was interesting that they both stated it was 10 feet tall aliens. Now, I know y'all probably like, Colleen, you're sounding a little wacky. What's on your mind? Like, what are you okay? Are you okay, friend? Checking on your strong friend. <laughs> nah, I'm okay. But as I get older, I also feel like it's okay to believe what you believe. Like I said, I respect people who believe, you know, in Allah, in um, Yahweh, in Jesus, you know, whatever, Buddha, whatever your religion is, I respect it. I respect people that believe in science, that they, you know, believe that there can be a, a chemical compound breakdown for everything, you know, mass, matter, they, like they can kind of solve and explain everything through science. I respect that. But I believe there's a third option too that can kind of pull all of it together. What we've been keeping divided, I feel like keeping science over here, religion over here, I feel like ultimately there are one and the same or two brothers from the same mother. That's how I feel about it. But, um, yeah, so I'm still, you know, looking to see how this unfolds as far as like, if more people come out, you know, if they debunk it completely and people say, yeah, it was a hoax. None of us was there. Or if they're like, yo, you know, this is crazy and we're being lied to and whatever. So we'll, it's yet to be seen and we'll give a little bit more time. Right. Because I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, it was, it was, cause I wasn't there. Some of the footage that I seen was very interesting, but like I said, several things stick out to me. The, the similarities and descriptions between the Vegas incident and the Miami incident, which is both kind of warm cities, by the way. Um, so I think that's interesting. They described 10 feet tall beings and, um, just out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like who kind of just wakes up and says, yo, we're going to go to the mall, create a ruckus, and then just tell everybody it was aliens. Like, I don't know. So, you know, and then the police presence, that's another thing. Like it seemed like it was something popping off like Independence Day or something as much. It seemed like it could have been a Marvel movie, you know? So like I said, these are stuff that I'm starting, like these are different little episodes I will touch on. Like I told you, I may circle back on Cat Williams, you know, just depending on what else unfolds. I may circle back on these aliens, depending on what else unfolds, you know. But um, I think so far, 2020 is gearing up to be a very interesting year. How interesting will remain to be seen. But the crazy thing is, um, you know how I always have a song, regardless of who the artist is, that ties into the episode. As soon as I heard about the Miami incident at the mall and that they were giants, I instantly thought about myself. (laughs) Anyone who knows me knows 
I'm 5'11". Some people say six feet. It depends on who you talk to. I used to always say I was 5'9", and then people was like, lies. You're not 5'9". So there you go. Anywhere between 5'9 and 6 feet. Definitely with heels, I'm 6 feet or over. Giant. And um, I have a song called Mars. Well, the, it's, the analogy of the song is like, I must be from Mars because my flow is out of this world. Gazing up at them stars, all I see is diamonds and pearls. And it's like, you know, just the inspiration from the stars, the inspiration from the heavens, right? Depending on who you talk to, space, depending on who you talk to. And to know that they could possibly be a bunch of tall-ass aliens. <laughs> I'm like, could it be that's the tribe I'm from? Jokes, it's just jokes. But nonetheless, that is the song that I will be playing at the end of this episode. You might have heard it before, you're going to hear it again. Because that's how I feel. I feel like it's going to be more unfolding with that because when we think about it, I can do a whole hour, two hours even about, you know, the UFOs, aliens, etc. But it just really depends on your point of view, right? So that's not conversations I'd like to have on air. However, what I will say is the government even recently has come out and say, yes, we are confirming um, unidentified flying objects, you know, um, UFOs, you know, UFAs or whatever they call them, something else, even, um, underwater. Is that what it is? You, unidentified water objects, right? So things that's like flying from the air at speeds, that our planes, our fastest planes, allegedly, cannot fly at. Or zipping through the air, zipping through radar, and then it's hitting the water at full speed and not crashing. It looks like it has another destination beyond the water that they're going to. And there's video footage of stuff like this. The government has confirmed this. Military people, etc. So... So what I will say, I think that if we all would be remiss if we didn't at least have an open mind about it, you know, um, yeah, like at least have an open mind. So someone told me the other day, so I was literally the other day years old when I heard that an old Negro spiritual a.k.a. gospel song, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. People, you know, depending on who you talk to, they're saying that the aliens, that the slaves are referring to aliens in spaceships. They're saying that these are songs of sightings of these UFOs and these, you know, spacecrafts, aircrafts. In those times... And they were, you know, in belief that those were going to be people that was going to come and rescue them and bring them home, right? So then 
I thought about that when someone told me that. I was like, that's a very interesting take on that song. Because I know the song. I sang it in church as a child. Swing low, sweet chariot. I don't know all the lyrics right now. But you know that song. Look it up. And the person that was talking to me about it said, think about it. It's a chariot. What is, what would you really refer that to? And they said, if you think about like Greek mythology, you know, you see a lot of those sky chariots or like these, you know, flying chariots. Right. And of course you had other ones where chariots was like horses or lions attached to them on the ground, etc. But ultimately, you know, you know how I like to do. So let's look up the exact definition of a chariot. What is a chariot? Here's the definition of chariot. A two-wheeled horse-drawn vehicle used in ancient warfare and racing. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the most popular way when you think of a chariot, you think of like some Roman movie and some horses drawing this really elaborate golden chariot on two wheels and they're riding through the crowd or riding through battle, Right. So if you look at the dictionary, Webster's or Google dictionary, it's a two-wheeled horse-drawn vehicle, in case you didn't hear in a minute ago. A two-wheeled horse-drawn vehicle. So how is the chariot swinging low? Where is it coming from? the sky they're seeing chariots in the sky in slavery time okay so I'll leave it at that like and I'm saying like I just like to talk about some things to jog a different perspective I don't want you all to at all to think that I'm out here um what's the word I'm looking for trying to change religions or recruit. No, I am just an open-minded person. The older I get, the more stuff you go through, the more you experience life, the more you travel, the more different type of people you meet, you become more open-minded to different beliefs, ideologies. Now, do you have to convert and come and 100% commit to someone else's belief or ideology? No. But if you have enough open-mindedness in you and enough respect for humanity, then you'll listen. You'll give it a whirl. Let me hear what you're talking about. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Even if you walk away and still disagree with the information that was given or the beliefs of the other person, at least it was a respectful conversation that you were able to walk away from with information you didn't know. Excuse me. So I know you're probably like, what the hell? What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, y'all, be a little open-minded. I don't think that this, in these day and age, you know, in 2024, it's coming in hot. I don't think this is the time for us to denounce each other's opinions and to just completely rule out that we are just the only and highest beings that have access to this planet. And I'll just say it like that because it's been 
<clears throat> sightings for years, sightings for years. Now these dudes are popping up through portholes or portals at the mall. So I joke and I said, you know, I was like, you know, they're young. Just think about it. Like, imagine it's a rich empire type family, right? And they made like a treaty with earth like okay we won't mess with y'all y'all don't mess with us you know you see us doing what we do you mind your business we see what y'all do we mind our business right they made a peace treaty decades ago and now this is old money you know and the young kids don't really want to do that we want to mingle yo we like drill music we like hip-hop yo i like taylor swift you know what i'm saying they want to come down and chill go to the mall. So that was, uh, that was my joke. I said, I don't think these were the aliens of old. I was abducting people and doing, you know, alleged scientific experience and testing or experiments and testing on. I think these are the young kids. They're <clears throat> taking a spaceship on a joy ride, crashing into Vegas. Like, Oh shit. Then they never got, never seen a tractor trailer before. So they try to hop on a tractor trailer. It was madness in Vegas. Look that story up. And, um, the family witnessed this, like, and then now Miami with similar stories. And then it depends on if you fall down that TikTok rabbit hole, because you can fall down the TikTok rabbit hole for anything. But, um, if you fell down that rabbit hole, they were even saying how, um, the coordinates for the mall, if you flip them. They were like exact coordinates for Antarctica or something. I don't know. Look it up. But I thought that was interesting. So, you know, like I said, I said it was a bunch of teenagers and they were chilling. They was out enjoying a good time. They were trying to get back home and they probably flipped the coordinates like, oh, we weren't supposed to be here. Let's get back. So that's, you know, the jokes to lighten it up. Right. And to kind of look at things from a different perspective. But... <clears throat> It gets interesting. So keep your ears and eyes open for sure and have an open mind overall because I really feel like that's going to help us all get through 2024 and beyond. Okay. Like we should really start dispelling personal ideologies and beliefs and discriminations, you know, because, you, you know, you just never know what's happening. Right. And who's the sheep and who's not. So I'll leave that there. And, um, yeah, you might be like, what the hell was this about? Just, I wanted to give my opinion. Look it up. If some of you guys are under a rock and did not see it because it was pretty viral, but then I can't lie. Cat Williams kind of came out at the same exact time, his interview. So his interview went you know, international, you know, so that uh, coupled with, you know, the war and, you know, the politics, it might've got, you know, buried a little bit, got a couple of days of shine. You go on, if you, if you're looking for it, you could find stuff, but you got to go looking. It's not just popping up type of thing, but that's why I wanted to circle back and spend the block and give my opinion on it. Like, Hey, am I, um, in disbelief? No. Am I so you know, reliant on technology and cell phones and cameras to be like, oh yeah, that couldn't have been the case because so everybody has a, a camera right now. But, um, for example, if a, I don't know, hurricane came through and 
or a bad storm came through and ripped through a town, right? And took out power, took out everything, you know, you know what else can possibly go? Your cell phone, your technology, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, but not the camera, but you just never know what type of frequency can do what to what, okay? So that's why I say like, you can't really be too 100% reliant on the technology and say like, oh, you can get the proof. No, in some cases, like if you see some crazy X-Men, Marvel, I don't know, Doctor Strange shit popping off, are you going to really be like, let me pull out a camera? Or you'd be like, oh, hold up, I don't know if this thing is going to kill me. If What is it here for? Like what's happening? You know, like your whole life flash in front of you. The last thing I probably would think about is a camera. What I would do is think about getting to safety first. Once I get to safety, I probably would be like, damn, let me pull out and see what I can catch. So I probably be the one with the footage from the top of the, of the building or something. But um, I don't think that I would, me personally, and I think even like with a fight, if I see someone fighting or someone about to go crazy, like they're about to fight, I'm not pulling out my phone. Maybe that's just the old school New York in me, you know? So it's never, I don't, if anything pop off crazy out there, aliens or whatever, and y'all be like, clean, why you ain't film it? I'm telling you now, I more than likely will not be filming it because I'm going to be running for my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know, self-preservation, trying to get the safety. So I don't know. So when I hear that, I kind of be on the fence. Like, really? Put yourself in that. Like, it's easy to be judgmental and it's easy to tell someone what they should and shouldn't do or what they could have, could have done or couldn't have done. Or if it was you, you would have did this. It's easy to say that until you're in those shoes. Now, when you get in those shoes and then some people, man, listen, especially I would say, Shout out to my people, black people, you know, Caribbean people. We're all the same, meaning that where we come from may not look all similar, but they are. They are. So we grow up rough. We had to learn survival early. We had to learn survival. You know, we didn't learn luxury, like what we wanted, what, like I had the freedom to think about what I want to do and I have the finances and resources to do it. You know, that didn't come until later on in life for some of us in the black community. You know, it's always initially, or if they can't even get out of that circumstance, it's survival, you know? So, yeah, like, I don't think that it would be a whole PTSD PTSD for a lot of, you know, people in a situation like that if they had came from a black community or the hood or whatever, because we know about that self-preservation. We know you see all the comedians joke, like, yo, somebody start running. We all running. And then we, you know, by the time you get to safety, like, well, what were we running from? What happened? No one knows what happened, but you just saw one person start running. We all start running, you know? So it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't really see a lot of, you know, people saying, oh, I'm going to take out my phone and film this you know, in a, in a moment of duress, I just very hard to believe. And if you do have the footage and and it's all propped up, then it's going to make me feel like it's two things, right? I could be like, you know, it could be technology. It could be whatever they got going on. That's going to just like 
shock out people's phones and you can't get no footage of them. That could be a thing. Or it could just be, hey, self-preservation. I'm trying to get up out of there. You know, I got to save myself. You know what I'm saying? The other thing could be, like, if you did have footage, the other thing that I would, would, I think a lot of people would say is, how did you get this perfectly timed footage? Is either this is staged and that's why you have such good footage because this is fake or to some degree you, you had a part in whatever happened in this situation because you have a nice angle, you're sitting up, you're set up, you got good footage, it's clear. I would lean towards stage, right? I think we, a lot of us would be like, if you see some clear stuff, they see stuff that the military has released and people debunk it online every day. Like that's not real. That's Photoshop. That's CGI. That's this, that's that. So if it's happening right in front of you, that's, I don't know how you would feel, right? Are you going to sit there and be like, oh, this isn't real. This is CGI. Let me walk up to it. Right? You're not a universal. You're not a Disney world. So <laughs> this is not a ride. You know what I'm saying? I would be a little concerned. And I do know that they have a lot of those um, AI graphics that kind of look like people, you know, a hand is grabbing the building or eyes looking at you on the side of a building. It's like, damn, that's some crazy technology advertisement in different countries. You know, you see it. Now, I could see if it was something like that on the side of the building and you're like, okay, that was just... You know what that was. But what these people claim to have said what has happened, I don't know. The jury's still out. But um, I would say just keep your mind open because we would say on one hand, hey, if they, why didn't you have footage if this happened? And then on the other hand, you could be like, if it was footage, you'd be like, this was staged, you know? So I think that we need to stop fighting and being opposing. I'm not saying we got to believe everything that come across our screen, but I think that we do believe a lot more of the bullshit these days than really doing research or giving things an open mind, an open objective look, right? So I think we got to get a little bit more of that going on. Not just about aliens, y'all, just about life, about people, about us as people, you know? Because for example, the whole thing, like the way the it looked and all the stories or whatever it just made me say like you know what's the craziest thing it was people of all races that were talking about their experience at the mall that day but the crazy thing is like we sit here and there's people still worried about the mundane of someone else you know like that's the oh this person's talking about you this person don't like you well what did she say well what did he say well I heard like worrying about that stuff it just seems so minute in a world where there's bigger things going on, you know, and I'm not just talking about, you know, the wars and, you know, inflation and politics, that's, you know, business as usual, you know, so, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, suppose there's something else out there that's stronger, more united, more unified, more prepared from their young to their old, you more stronger, And we're fighting each other still, you know, like it just make, I don't know, for me anyway, it just puts things into perspective. Like what's important, you know, and that's what I want you guys to do after this episode. I want y'all to think, you know, take a little pen and paper if you need to, you know, and write down what's really important, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, I got to pay these bills. I got to 
you know, fix my car. I got to make sure the kids go to daycare. I'm not talking about that. I know that's important, but that's everyday mundane, right? What's important to you? Like say, you know how they always say like, what's on the bucket list, you know? And, um, when you think about what's on your bucket list, you know, just think about how it makes you feel and the inspiration behind that feeling should drive you to it. You know what I'm saying? I think that we should start freeing our minds more and being more open to trying new things, tasting new foods, going to new places before it's too late because we just don't know what the heck is going on. You know, I have another episode coming up because like I told you on the last episode, I'm super over stimulated with information, with just so much going on that I'm trying to just pace myself and sort through it. So even if I come at you guys a few weeks or whatever later than the stuff, that's cool because I'm not really like doing it for the hype or doing it to clout chase or whatever. I really, like I tell you guys all the time, I don't have a dog in the race. I just merely give an opinion, right? And then sometimes I hope that I encouraged you to look at it from a different perspective, right? So, you know, you can have a, a even balance point of view on whatever that might be, you know, on whatever your perspective or perception of whatever we talk about on these episodes, whatever it is in the end that you perceive, that's still fine. It's not for me to change your mind. I just wanted to open it up a little bit. If they did have that incident, like really happened in the Bayside Mall, imagine, you know, I, I really don't want to imagine, but imagine, just think about all of the Marvel movies. The, one of the biggest, um, <clears throat> Marvel movies to me is that in recent times, and, and you know me, cause Colossal said I jack up all the movie names. So I'm not even really trying to go into the, the movie names, but it was the one where Thanos had the, you know, the, all, he was collecting all the rings and he finally got them all and he snapped his finger. And one snap and just started wiping out people. People would just wipe, like people would stand in front of you and then disappearing like they never existed, you know? And it's like, damn, that's a crazy, like who wrote this? That was crazy, you know? One snap and like, like things can change in an instant, you know? Like that was the vibe I got from that scene you know, in the movie and it doesn't, didn't even seem like it hurt. Like it was no effort involved. You know what I'm saying? So that's to me, I kind of feel like the same thing with like the Vegas incident. The dude saw the footage on his body camera. Other cops went to the Vegas home and then it was joking and laughing with the people like, Hey, did you see any aliens over here? <laughs> they said they saw aliens. So they're laughing at the family who's clearly traumatized because they experienced something. And to me, I feel like the laughter and the jokes was just because, Hey, I don't know what happened and I don't have answers. And so I'm going to laugh and I'm going to laugh at their expense because, hey, I don't know what's going on. And I think that we should not take those approaches anymore. I think that we should be a little bit more open-minded. Now, am I saying this go seek and go alien hunting? No, I'm not saying that. I feel like if they're already popping off like this, they're going to be popping off like they already are. However, if someone says that they encountered something, I think that we should be a little bit more open-minded 
especially in 2024 versus laughing at them or debunking them or denouncing them because you just don't know. You just don't know, you know? So, um, and I feel like this, like people believe in higher entities, God, Jesus, um, you know, like I told you, Buddha, Allah, Yahweh, you know, Elohim, like all of these are higher beings that, you know, technically in our lifetime, no one has ever seen any of them. Right. You might've felt the presence. You might've feel the spirit move you. Right. You, 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 when you get a win, you're like, amen. Thank God. Right. You do stuff like that, but you ain't never seen them. Just like you see people that have seen aliens. I don't know. You know me, I be rambling. I don't want to, I, I ain't about nothing. I ain't talking about nothing. But like I said, I'm not even going to keep this episode long because I told y'all I can go on and on, but it's just opinions and that's it. I just really wanted to share my opinion of saying, Hey, I don't know which way to go or what to believe, but I am more open-minded to everything because you just never know in 2024, you know? So yeah. Anyway, guys, you know me, you know, my motto, if you like this episode, tell a friend, If you don't like this episode, tell a friend because it doesn't hurt either way, right? I'm going to hit y'all with this Mars because, you know, just to let you know, this song is years. I wrote this song and released this song years ago. But just to let you know a little bit into more how I think I wanted to share this song with you, Mars by by Gangali. But um, once again, She Could Talk the podcast, you already know, until next time, what I tell y'all every time, you know what I'm saying? When you go out there in these world, in the world and going about your day and your errands, take a little bit of time to yourself, speak good to yourself, speak life into yourself. Because then guess what? When you speak life into you, then you're going to be able to speak life into others. And it's going to be like an electrical, like a nice chain reaction of love and light and positive energy. So let's do that. And from my lips to your ears, you know what it is. I love y'all. Until next time, y'all, it's She Can Talk the Podcast. Y'all stay good. Peace. Uh-huh. I must be from Mars. Cause my flow is out of this world. I'm gazing up at them stars All I see is diamonds and pearls <laughs> Life's amazing, stargazing Any track, first I feel it, then I blaze it No patience for the waiting Ever since I seen it, so for the taking But they sleeping like the gazing so I keep on shining till that day end I'm not playing, no games They going through my sound clouds like it's I'm all flames Cause my flow is out of this world And I'm gazing up at them stars All I see is diamonds and pearls I must be from maybe Pluto Not who you know I be rockin'
Moving on another level, moving souls When I feel the flow, next I see the show Then I get a certain feeling, then I know Showtime, go time Then I get the crowd live till I'm out of time Hard rhymes, catchy lines Close encounters of the third Cause my flow is out of this world And I'm gazing up at them stars yeah. All I see is diamonds and pearls yeah. I must be from Mars Cause my flow is out of this world yeah. I'm gazing up at them stars All I see is diamonds and pearls yeah. I must be from Mars Stars. All I see is diamonds and pearls